I originally recorded this episode before last night's game, and the headline was, should we cut off Emmanuel Moutier from the roster? Well, um, I'm happy to say that we might actually be dealing with someone that has something there. Now, it seems like Mario Hazonia is the guy to be hated on now. Funny how that works. Welcome to the Benchwarmer Post, where I, your host, Anika Ahmed, will be going over the NBA world. Whether it's the playoffs, the tankoffs, trade deadlines, off-court drama, you name it, I cover it. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy. versus the Washington Wizards for the second time in the preseason and this game did not go into overtime like the first game uh, some notable things to really talk about and I mentioned in my opener is that Emmanuel Moutier she played okay it's kind of a low bar for him at the moment and it seems as though Mario Hazonia is the guy that is going to be hated on a little bit more but Regardless, let's let's get into it. Um, preseason, we have one more game in the preseason. I believe we're going against the Nets, and then for the season opener, we're going against the Atlanta Hawks and Trey Young. So it should be interesting. But um, first things first, Kevin Knox looked like a rookie yesterday, a complete rookie. He's playing thirty minutes. He had what, like five rebounds and nine points, zero assists in thirty minutes, and. Honestly, I don't fault him. He's gonna have games like these. He's not gonna be like Chris Porzingis, who is going, who really just right off the bat. I don't think, I don't think Chris Stapps played in preseason that much, but right off the bat, Chris Stapps kind of like dominated, kind of like took the game for what it is, and he really showed his stuff at the beginning. No one could really stop the kid. He was a runner-up for Rookie of the Year, and at one point, he was matching Carl Anthony Towns' level of production during his rookie year. And then you have Frank, who was expected to be a project. You know, all the hot takers, they said that he was going to be Nick Giannis, Kawhi, all the other people said that he's going to be a bust after his first season. And lo and behold, this game, he uh, I'm happy to report that my guy, Frank Natilikina, played 18 minutes, had four rebounds, two assists, and 10 points. He was being aggressive. He was shooting the three. He was he was catching shooting the three. He was distributing the ball as much as he can. He's going in for those driving layups, and he was being aggressive, and I love it. And the fact that people either say he was going to be a big bust or Giannis Kawhi like promise at the beginning, it shows a whole disconnect between Knicks fans and that what their expectations are. We got Chris Porzingis, and he was good from the start, and that's what kind of hurt our expectations for Frank, you know, and that being said, Frank is the guy that's going to be a project that he's going to develop really well over time, and really, he's going to get better and better as the years go on, he's still, he's barely 20 years old, I believe so, Knox is what, 19 years old, he's, he's the youngest rookie in this draft, Frank was the youngest rookie in that draft, and, um, no, Frank was the second youngest rookie in that draft, and it's 
interesting to see that like people call Frank a bust or a boom. But that's not the case. He's not that type of player. He's been a project, and I think within Fitzdale's system, Frank's gonna shine, and he already is. And I personally think that he just won the starting spot of this uh, point guard heavy team. <clears throat> but that being said, with Kevin Knox, he's gonna be somewhere in the middle. He's not gonna go all KP where he's gonna have like what, like a 23-point game, a 30-point a game at one point in his rookie season. I, I don't I think that's possible, especially if KP is out. But realistically, he's not gonna be a project either. He's gonna be somewhere in the middle towards KP's timeline of development and Frank's the timeline of development, and he's gonna he's gonna show you a lot of things he could do well, but he's not gonna excel a lot of things and be good at right off the bat. He's not going to make an impact like Donovan Mitchell did, like Ben Simmons did, even though he's a redshirt rookie. He's going to... The best player I could really compare him to, like, not even... Not skill-wise, because skills is going to be completely different, but the potential, I would say it's Lonzo Ball. And uh, I don't really like the Ball family. I respect Lonzo's game, however. And I'm kind of rooting for the kid. Don't root for his family, but... He's going to get better. Lonzo, I'm pretty sure he's going to get better, especially with LeBron on his team now. And I think we could expect the same type of rookie season or a similar type of rookie season in terms of, like, showing flashes of what he could do. That's the type of rookie season that Kevin Knox is going to have. Granted, I'm going to be wrong. You know, this kid might put up a 35-point game at one point, And, you know, it'll be those flashes that get us hyped. And the fact that he dominated in the summer league... it's leaving us all wondering, like, oh, man, did he just get another steal? But, uh, you know, take it for what it is. I honestly think that Kevin Knox, he's, he's gonna, it's going to be a gradual incline. There's going to be a slight decline, but there's going to be a gradual incline. Not as gradual as Frank, but comparable to, you know, in the middle of Frank and KP's development cycle. But speaking of steals, let's talk about... Alonzo Trier. This kid lit it up in this game. I'm not lit it up actually. Uh, he's he's uh, which one called? He's tied with the most points in this Washington Wizards game. Uh, he had Tim Hardaway Jr., who, by the way, looked pretty solid today. He wasn't taking bad shots. He was under control. All I could really say, he was very under control. He knew what he had to do. He knew what he didn't have to do. And honestly, Tim, if he keeps doing that type of thing, I think we're good so far, at least. Um, But regardless, Lonzo Trier comes off the bench, plays 28 28 minutes. I didn't say points. 28 minutes this game because he had 18 points, 4 assists, and 2 rebounds. I have to say, this kid is exceeding everyone's expectations. Now, people are saying, like, oh, shit, maybe he took off the starting spot from Tim Hardaway Jr. Granted, I don't think that's the case, but I believe, and I think a lot of people are starting to think this, that he might be, we might run a two-guard lineup permanently after, like, the dust settles, after we get our draft pick, after everything. Lonzo Trier, he might show his real stuff, like... He's more of a shooter right now. He's not a chucker. He's he's a very smart shooter. He what what like I'm pretty sure I have a statistic somewhere, but 
um, he, he 18 points right off the bench. He people are saying he's Michael Beasley light, but personally, I I don't think so. I I honestly believe that you see flashes of James Harden. You see, f- people have been comparing him to Lou Will. Honestly, I think this kid, if he could really develop his game a little bit more, his passing game, which he's been doing decent since he's been known to be a ball hog back in his Arizona days and summer league as well. He's been doing decently well distributing the ball, you know, as far as like getting, he gave Isaiah Hicks a good look. He gave uh, Mitchell Robinson a pretty decent look uh, back in the other game. So I'm, I'm truly excited about Alonzo Trier's like potential. He, oh, here it is. He was 7-11 from field goal range, and that that's pretty good efficiency. I'm not going to lie. It's it's pretty good, especially now he has four rebounds in this game. Honestly, I I think he's going to get a guaranteed contract. And uh, really, this kid's really going at it. He's really trying to make the best of like his situation, and he's going to get a guaranteed contract if he keeps this play up. Hell, even after all this, he's he's going to do it. Trust me. Like <laughs> this kid got skill. People have been saying that he has a New York swagger. Granted, I don't know about that, but what I am gonna tell you is this kid is gonna play. I think he can make a difference if he increases his passing game a little bit more. Like he loves driving into the lane. If he finds someone open while he's getting the offense. I mean, the defensive uh, players, like, towards him, and he's basically making a black hole and then shifting that ball to an open, like, man. I I think we have someone pretty special. I think we may have gone three gems in this draft, and that's fantastic, honestly. But, really, this kid's he's going to be good. He's going to get a guaranteed contract, and... uh, it's interesting. It's very interesting going from undrafted to two-way to possibly a guaranteed contract. And now people are saying he could take the starting job from Tim Hardaway Jr. I mean, time will tell about that. Time will tell. But regardless, solid game for Alonzo Trier. Uh, one thing I will say is that as far as Emmanuel Moutier, he had a good game <laughs> for his standard at least. A good game this game. Let's see. He had 16 minutes, 3 rebounds, 5 assists, and 4 points. That is not that great of a stat line. But someone in Emmanuel Moody's case, a former lottery pick, a guy who had immense potential, a guy that the Knicks wanted to take. I wanted to take him before we drafted Chris Apps. I didn't boo Chris Apps. A lot of people did. <clears throat> And, uh, really, Moutier, he's, uh, he's finding his stride. He didn't do so well at all in the previous games. Last game, he started, and, oh my god, that was atrocious. But, really, what I could say is that if he, if he, if, I honestly think he could just be a third-string bench player. I mean... I, in my previously recorded episode, I'm not going to air, but I stated that if we give up Luke Cornett, we cut Luke Cornett all out. That gives us a way to keep Emmanuel Moutier. Not starting, but just keep him on the roster just in case as like a bench guy. We could do that, but it seems as though 
Luke has shown a little bit of promise. <clears throat> he had three blocks in a row. Three blocks in a row. And that, that is a block party, bro. He played six minutes. He had two rebounds and three points. If Luke Hornet can actually develop like his shot a little bit more, be more consistent, <clears throat> and then block the shot, like blocking shots, he could be like a Porzingis light, a diet Porzingis, however way you want to look at it. Um, but other than that, I don't really see him making an impact. Uh, I don't know if Kadeem Allen is actually on the two-way. If he is, then... It wouldn't really make sense to cut him in favor for Moutier, but time will tell about that. Uh, you know, um, oh, I was actually looking at the wrong stat. <clears throat> Luke Hornet actually had 12 minutes of play, three rebounds, an assist, and one point in the in this Wizards game. I was looking at the previous one, and yikes. Oof. All right, well. I mean, he had three blocks, so if he could just develop his shot a little bit more, I think we'd be okay with keeping him on the roster. Isaiah Hicks has shown a lot of promise, though. 11 points, 3 rebounds, and 10 minutes of play. I honestly think he's going to be a keeper. Him, his uh, chemistry with Alonzo Dreer is kind of budding, and it's interesting to look at. I didn't think Isaiah Hicks would actually become like someone somewhat beneficial to us, but... Lo and behold, he's here, and he's showing his stuff. So, I think we're going to keep Isaiah Hicks. Ron Baker, as you know, gets 300% all the time, and it's extremely interesting to see his development. Well, not even development, but his, like I guess, quote-unquote leadership and how he hustles. He's like that one guy at the uh, rec gym that just goes hard every single play. So, you know, it's good to have some someone like that. Uh, let me go back to Emmanuel Moutier because I did mess up his stats at this point. 10 minutes of play, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, 0 points. That does not look that great on paper, but 10 minutes of play, 4, four assists, 3 rebounds. If he can't score, he maybe he could be a decent distributor and rebounder. Not rebounding, most likely, but distributor itself, nonetheless. He, serviceable, serviceable, but... We really have to make a decision at one point to see who we're going to cut and who we're going to take. Um, Noah Vonley is showing up a lot more in these games. He's he's an underrated gem that we may have found, like a new Kylo Quinn, minus the energy part. But this guy, he, he wants to show up. He wants to play. He had seven rebounds, two assists in this game, zero points. But it doesn't matter. Seven rebounds is great for us. 23 minutes of play because he's playing well. And I'm excited for Noah Vonley. He could be a serviceable backup like for Ennis Cantor and Mitchell Robinson. Granted, that's too much, like too many centers already. So, you know, what are we going to do? Uh, one person that has been underwhelming, I have to say, throughout this entire preseason is Trey Burke. Now... I am not a huge Trey Burke fan. I'm just going to be real with you guys. I'm not a huge Trey Burke fan. I don't think he's going to be able to keep up whatever levels of play he had last season. I think if he does somehow do that with the Knicks, he should not be the long-term plan. 
everyone's saying that like he should start and everything, and I understand that, but long-term-wise, he's not part of it. I've shifted my focus on like Ennis saying that he could be part of it, if not just be a trade piece. But I've grown to like Ennis more and more, so it it's a difficult situation in, in my opinion. But with Trey Burke, I don't think he's going to be on the Knicks in the next two years. He's not going to be on the Knicks for the next two years, and it's and I think it might hurt some AI fans because he does look like a little bit like Allen Iverson, but I don't see it. I really don't. He's been really underwhelming in preseason, and I might be wrong. He might light it up in the regular season. And that being said, I still don't believe he should be part of the future. He should not be part of our future. People say he should be a six man, but maybe we continue to develop Lonzo Trier, who could be even better than Trey Burke. Trey Burke was a lottery pick. He was, what, the ninth pick? And he went to a G League just because of how far he fell, and now he's coming up. I don't get it. I, uh, mm-mm. I, I'd rather keep Trayer as, like, the potential sixth man for our team. But regardless, Trey Burke has been underwhelming. 20, 20 minutes, 10 points. He's... He's not looking at, like, he's probably just going easy, maybe. But, really, I I don't see him as a long part of the team. <clears throat> uh, what else should I even talk about? I mean, Emmanuel Moutier, he's... <sighs> it, 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 I think we're going to guarantee Alonzo Trier's like, contract before his 45 days are up. That's a guarantee, but it depends on who we cut. Uh, Damian Dotson has shown some levels of like actually playing well. 16 minutes this game, three three rebounds, two assists, five points. Decent enough. Um, you know, Luke Cornett. It's possible that he could get cut. I do not believe that the front office wants to actually give up on Ron Baker because he's a good guy to have around. So, don't think it's gonna be him. Mario Hizonia. So I mentioned this in the opener that maybe Mario Hizonia is giving you guy a hit because he just makes dumb play after dumb play after dumb play. And him being another lottery pick, former lottery pick, you can see why he's fell so far from the graces he was at, similar to Moutier. He, I mean, Mario Hizonia, he apparently had like a similar skill set to Luka Doncic when he was first coming into the league, and it, it just did not translate because his IQ isn't just there. Granted, you could say he played okay in this game, 20 minutes, 4 rebounds, and assists, and 10 points, but, man, uh, the, the way he, like, moves around on the floor and the way he doesn't coherently, like, translate, like, what's actually happening in real time, it, it's hurting his own, like, stock hurting his potential, it's hurting everything, and Mario Hizonia might be the one that we cut, if, it's between those two, really, Emmanuel Moody and Mario Hizonia at this point, and maybe even Luke Cornette, but I'm not seeing it, people, I'm really not, so let me know what you guys think, um, is Moody going to be cut, is Mario Hizonia going to be cut? Or is Luke Cornett going to be cut? 
do you think Ron Baker's going to be cut? Because I personally don't think so. But, I mean, it could happen. Could not. Uh, do you think we're going to guarantee Alonzo two years contract? I believe that we will before his 45 days are up. So, yeah, you know. Kevin Knox had a rookie game. Noah Vonley showed some promise. Tim Hardaway Jr. looked under control. Frank was really aggressive, and he may have earned a starting point guard job in this game. Alonzo Trier continues to shine, and we are going to probably guarantee his contract if he keeps this up. Trey Burke was underwhelming. His own year, he was okay, but he made pretty bad mistakes. Damian Dotson actually did all right. Luke Corner had a block party, but, you know, he's still in the potential to get cut. Ron Baker is Ron Baker. Isaiah Hicks is showing some promise with Alonzo Trier. Manuel Mude, you guys already know. So, those are that's what I think about this Knicks team as of right now. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. And I will go into the Jimmy Butler situation because, oh my god, how has he not been traded? But, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode. Peace out. Just want to say thank you to everyone who has been listening. I know I have to be a little bit more consistent, but it'll get there. It'll take some time. But if you would like to support me even more, follow me on Twitter at the Bench Warmer Post. Follow me on Instagram at the Bench Warmer Post. I will put up more content. I'm very active on Twitter, and if anyone wants to be on the podcast, just send me a DM, send me a private message, and you know, share the podcast episodes through Spotify iTunes, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz. Um, But thank you all for listening and get back to you guys soon. Peace out.